Natalia's mom told her to not to talk to strangers on the internet, and we're glad she didn't listen, but she's not even here right now, and we're the certified Nunas, or half of them. It's Jesse and Sky today. We're going to be ranting about My First First Love Season 2. Yeah, we decided that um, after both of us watching the second part, or second season, whatever we're going to call it, of My First First Love, and that the other two haven't watched it yet... We could not wait to talk about and discuss the show because we have so many thoughts and opinions on the show. And l- listen, guys, <laughs> we're going to get into it. And this will be it'll be titled a spoilers episode. We are not going to hold back. We're not going to be vague. So mm-hmm. if you haven't watched it, you're allowed to listen, but do it at your own risk. If you're not going to watch it at all, then you're safe. So you're fine. <laughs> but it's spoilers. Yeah. And I assume we're probably going to talk about the first season a little bit, too, here and there a little bit. So Definitely. if you haven't seen the show and you plan on it and you want everything not to be spoiled for you, this is not the episode to listen to right now. Come back after. You can also listen to our first podcast where we talked about it because we did talk about the first season or first part. Yes. A couple of months ago when it came out. And like we the tried four to not us. be spoilery. There wasn't much to spoil for that. We have a vested interest because Jisoo is our mascot. I mean, that's a main thing we talked about when we first got to know each other. So, And we were so excited because we were like, oh, he's going to finally be the main lead in a show. How exciting. He's finally going to get the girl. We just um didn't realize that it was going to be this way. I really, I, I wanted to see him get the girl, like, in theory. But no, no, no. I, I, I didn't want to see it be this way. Kind of like our first... I, I'm going to harken back to our first podcast episode, actually. Kind of like when I said I wanted there to be K-pop, K-drama news that we were going to discuss for our very first podcast. And then mm-hmm. Drama Fever died that day. And that was sad. So, like, I don't want to keep saying things like that. <laughs> We're just making that happen. Like, we're creating yeah. it. And we don't know our strength and our power. And sometimes it fails. Yeah, ma- like, maybe I should just stop talking about it. Yeah, things. we should just, like, stop, like, making <laughs> things happen. Before we get into it, uh, just a little disclaimer. So I just recently watched this second part um, last Friday. So was it last Friday? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it feels like it. So not even a week at this point for me. And then Sky was the it was first like, one to watch it. It was, like, three weeks ago or so at this yeah, point. I mean, it's, it's, like, it's been a basically while. Basically when it came out. Yeah, within a week, I think. So we're at varying levels of when we watched it. I also did watch it while I was at work. I was doing things that I, it like warranted that I could be watching it, but obviously I'm not fluent in Korean. So I probably <laughs> did miss stuff, but uh, my coworkers know how I felt during the entire like four <laughs> hours or four episodes of the show that I watched during work. And Jesse had to, she was messaging me too during this. She, she had to stop watching it at work because she was getting that angry. <laughs> so, it was really, really bad. I don't tend to get angry at shows. I really, really don't. Like, for me personally, this is Sky. I'll just reiterate who I am. I, I really, really don't get mad at shows that easily. It takes a lot for me to want to rant about a show is all I'm saying. So take my take what I say with a grain of salt and all that. And you can like the show. We're not saying people aren't allowed to like the show. Oh, 100%. You can. We're not saying everyone has to agree with us. We're just saying we saw some major issues and this is why we got upset. The biggest problem that I had with the show is I really did like the first season. Like I enjoyed it. I thought it was a really cute show. Uh, It was a really cute like coming of age. It was like about the friend group and 
it was easy to watch. So coming into the second part and it changing so drastically, even, yeah, it was so, so quickly from the very beginning, because the main lead, the female lead's character pretty much almost gets abused. Like she almost gets raped, maybe possibly in Mm. one scene. It was like very first episode, I think, right? Very first second. It felt like it. I remember when I was watching it, I actually messaged you guys about it because because of the tone of the show that it is, it's obvious that it could be setting up for that because you have that character. The guy that feels like he's kind of sexual predatory and you kind of get that vibe. So it's not as if it comes out of like left field, left field. But the tone of the show, I don't think was appropriate to go that far with it. It could, and now I'm making it sound like it was this awful, horrific thing. It was not. I'm just saying when they kind of set up this possible, maybe threat of sexual violence towards the main girl character, it still felt out of place to me. Like it did. It was un. It was unnecessary. It was like surprise serial killer level, but like worse. I was also in a mood at the time. Like I'm tired of seeing rape in shows that doesn't need yeah. to be, and it felt like that to me like you know it's not a crime procedural it's not any of that it didn't feel like it was necessary one of the things that really got me like during that scene was how the resolution happened because uh it basically is set up so that the second male leads character he is at work and he can't come get her so jisoo's character can because He's very privileged in that he he's not at work. He financially can get to where she is. He can drop everything for her. And the whole entire time, the whole like scene, I was watching it and I was like, oh, this was just set up purely so his character could rescue her. And then the audience could see how she shouldn't be with the other guy because he couldn't be there. And GC was the one to save the day. And right. that's what really got me. Like, it it didn't felt, feel right in terms of what the show needed to be at that point. Because I think uh, at this point, all of the, like, tension and, like, bad things were pertaining to the family members of the characters. Yep. Like, things that they were doing. So it was a little bit more, less, like, OCN drama and more, like, <laughs> yeah. everybody else's, like, family is, you know, messed up or whatever. And... Then to take that situation and use it as a Jisoo comes to save the day situation and like make it this grand thing, it really set me off. Like it was like at that point I was like, oh, this is the show we're getting now. Cool. This this is great. And Jisoo's character, yeah, rescues her, but turns around and yells at her. So that's immediately. Cool yeah, he like blames her for doing it. Like he blames her for being in the car, which. Like, granted, like, you did see some, like, signs, but as you as the viewer, like, outside, you looking in, you saw the signs. But the character that she was in the car with was a character she knew. Like, she didn't know him that well, but she had gone to school with him. She had known him for at least a couple of years. He was a senior. He had offered to take her to the bus stop or whatever. And she didn't feel that it was, like, that much of a threat. Like, it might be uncomfortable, like... He might say, like, hey, I'm going to confess to you. And then she's going to have to say, no, I have a boyfriend. And that's the level of, like, uncomfortableness that she probably was expecting from the car ride. She didn't know it was going to escalate to that. And it wasn't her fault that she had been out all day and had been enjoying just being 
like a kid, a student, a college student, and that her fa- phone was dying. Like it's not right. her fault. Like it's it's almost okay. Him yelling at her, it wasn't simply like I was concerned yelling. It was like it was almost victim blaming. Like oh, yeah, one hundred percent. That's that's how far it went. And it was like, oh, we already I already had issues with his character for multiple reasons. Mm-hmm. And that was, for the first season, that was actually my main drawback. I liked the first season a lot, but I was really hoping, oh, second season, let's hope his character grows. And that, and not, not, oh, I hope he grows and gets a girl. I really didn't even care at that point necessarily. But I was like, I just hope he grows. I hope he grows and figures stuff out. Boom, episode one, season two, he's yelling at her. You come into knowing, you know that they're going to try to set up Jisoo as like the lead at this point. And so that then it becomes this like really big betrayal because you're like already he's not growing and already he's like established that he's not like the best character. He's been kind of actually fairly mean, like past a jealousy issue. Like I feel like he kind of went past jealousy mean and like went into a weird area and he never felt good for her. And then they force it on us. And then they also on top of it, they force it on you at this point because the other character wasn't privileged enough that he could get out of work to go get her. Like, that's not a good enough reason for me to be like, oh, Jesus character, he's the dreamy one. <laughs> right. So if the show was different, which I'm not going to go into all the different ways it could be different. But, okay, I'll, I'll explain. The reason I really wanted the second lead to at least not be betrayed or... I wanted that couple to stay together or whatever you want to say about it is because even though it was a college relationship and even though there needed to be growth there as well, and they needed to get to know each other better, they were consistently mature with Mm -hmm. how they communicate or if they saw that there was a communication issue, they would work on it and that felt very natural and real and the issues they had were very real. And you could even see in season one, his job situation was going to be a difficulty her situation was going to be a difficulty, but they still, despite all that, you could tell he was even hesitant to be in a relationship because of that, which means he was super duper mature to even think like that. He wasn't Mm -hmm. like, Oh, just screw it. I don't care. He really, he was concerned about that in the first place, but he still chose that because their chemistry was insane. Yeah. They loved each other before they even started dating. Let's be real. Like it was, it was clearly set up that, (laughs) They were actually like, you're like, oh, this is a really good match. Like, they work well together. And, like, I can see kind of the argument where uh, because of the issues that they have in their, like, family personal life that, like, maybe at that time it wasn't the best for them to be together because they had such big issues. They had huge issues. Like, I think pretty much the biggest issues – comparatively to all the other characters with what was going on with her families and that like it was always a constant thing yeah and that current moment but they did work through things a lot better than you would have expected to in that relationship especially these were their first relationships too and so Jisoo's character who knew everything that was going on with her and still was just like constantly crappy to her still not growing and then like you see the like development of like okay now it's going to switch to him being the male lead and getting the girl you just felt like we talked about this a lot they threw 
all the characters under the bus the second half of the season. Like, they just, like, completely assassinated what they were going with, with their all their characters. <laughs> they really did. It's like, they, it's one of the worst things that you can do for me. I hate, hate, hate when writers have, like, a, a, a path they want to go to and, you know, they have an end point in their story and they realize that what they've written, they can't really get to it easily and they just decide to like throw it up in the air and just like make things happen that doesn't like sit with what was already pre-established with the characters and just like make them do things to get to that point and that's what this show did like and it's literally just in this second half you like it really pushes that boundary because not only do you have like the poor second male lead who's just like being told he's like basically nothing because he's not rich and has to like deal with the jobs and has to deal with his father's debt and has to be the good son you also have the female lead who at this point was a strong character for her she age was a strong female was. character yeah and you liked she her just became nothing this entire like half of the season and like things that were really like problems for her in the first season, like her mom leaving her and all the debt that she left her and the, like the like sadness of her mom leaving her just like out of the blue. It became this thing where when she finally finds her mom, she's mad that her mom left because her mom got a boyfriend, not because her mom left her with all the debt. It's because her mom got a new boyfriend and she was pissed off because of that. And that's not the character you set up in the first season. She wouldn't do that. Like, she'd just be mad that, like, she left her for another person. She wouldn't be, like, mad that, like, there's this guy who's going to replace her dad. Because that's, like, basically, like, how she started to get mad. She was mad that there was a guy replacing her dad. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. What are you doing? Okay. And she threw a brick or a stone or whatever into their window. I'm not saying her character couldn't do that. I know she was angry. And so I don't want to proclaim that too bad. But I don't know. Compared to the rest of her character that we had seen in season one, I still really... All of her anger, the way she was expressing her anger, no matter what it was about, mm-hmm. it still didn't seem right to me. It didn't. The, and you know what? The way what? she was expressing it. It was because this was another instance where her boyfriend could not leave because at that point you had like found out that like he really was in a bad issue with his like his dad was the restaurants over were like we have to move we don't have the money and he couldn't leave to go with her to this trip. So guess who could Jesus <laughs> character and it's like another time where the literally they were like let's make this female character not strong anymore just so Jisoo's character can go save her and like then you start like to fall in love with him and like yeah she should be with him during that entire trip he actually acted pretty maturely which I'm sorry that's the first time we've seen that the entire <laughs> yeah, show it was a completely different character it was a completely different character it's also an assassination if your character one way even if he becomes really good you can't have him like get there like really fast and like absurdly and then get out of it really fast. Like it just doesn't work. I know you have to speed up things because this is a drama and it's not real life, but 
you know, you need a little bit of something. You need me to like really believe she should be with this person and that it is her choice to be with this person. Not right. the choice, like the show deciding that we have to be okay with like Jisoo as the first lead because he can come no matter what. So to be clear, even though I would have loved the first couple that first coupling with the second lead to have stayed together i actually i would definitely could have seen them breaking up for all of the circumstantial reasons Mm -hmm. and maybe getting back together later or never getting back together at all i'm not even saying they needed to stay together i definitely didn't think though that non-growth jisoo's character should have been the catalyst for their breaking up like that is not not at all (laughs) no it was 100 percent like I, I like I am biased in that like I did not want going in I was like strongly not about Jisoo's character and that the way that the first season was set up and her character was set up there was this kind of glimmer of hope where I was like well maybe if she doesn't get with Jisoo she just doesn't pick either of them right and I was, that would I was be even fun gonna be and totally it was like fine with that we're on Netflix. This is like fully Netflix produced. It's not like it's like airing also on a like a station in Korea. It's like fully produced. So maybe like that kind of like Western story, like kind of like in yeah, kind of like put it in and so it's a little bit different. And then you're like, oh no, no. She's gonna definitely pick Jisoo and they're not giving us good reasons and she's becoming less of a character along the way. And it was just so heartbreaking to watch that. It was so heartbreaking to watch this like character become not a good person, even though the show was saying that it was like this good thing. Like it was a good thing that this was happening. And that's what really got me. I was like, why are we portraying this as a good thing? Because it's not. It's obviously not just because you're trying to like force it down our throats. Doesn't mean that it's a good thing. I think the show, it was obvious that Jisoo's character was kind of, first season, he was kind of like a narrator in a way. I know Mm -hmm. he wasn't a narrator. There's probably another word for it. He was kind of like the audience stand-in for like, for for getting to know his group of friends that was staying at his house. Like that, that's kind of what you felt like, even though he definitely had his own character, his own stuff. He still was central though. He was kind of the hub of all these things. So I understand that the show itself His character is central to that. Like, Mm -hmm. but first season, she was central too. like, she had her own character. She had her own desires. She was a strong character. And by second season, she slowly, I don't even know if it was that slow. I can't even remember. She became a prop for his character. That is all. Even if they hadn't gotten together or whatever, she still just became a prop for his character. That's what happened. And there was, Which like, was she wasn't even like a prop to like help him grow. It's literally a prop for him to get the girl. Like she didn't even like show any like help for him. I guess, I guess I could maybe, maybe his growth was the whole accepting the mother situation. Which is also <laughs> the stupidest storyline <laughs> ever. I know we're talking about K-dramas here, but come on. His mom was alive the entire time. Like, honestly, that's the point when I stopped at work. That's, like, the point I was like, no, are you kidding me? I was, like, at the computer, and I was like, are you kidding me? What are you doing? And I'm sure everybody was like, 
let's just let leave Jessie alone in the room to talk to herself. But it was like, <laughs> I wanted to throw my phone across the room. <laughs> I was so angry. It didn't so make the, sense. The thing is, if this was a mockjong, cool. Totally, like, totally fine. Weekender, fine. But again, the tone of the show, what the crap are you doing? <laughs> like, it doesn't make sense. Halfway through, it like... I must have I must have watched a lot more at work. I feel like I probably watched six episodes at work. You, I feel you like got, you got you got into five or six. Like you got yeah. pretty far. Yeah, I like started and continued and they're also like forty five minutes long, so they were really right. easy to flow through. That just became this like unnecessary thing. And I guess they were trying to show like do the kind of reversal because she was the one to find out about the mom first. So she had to like figure out things and then also had to be like the point where like there was going to be the breakup because, you know, like the other kid is like there and he's like, seriously, you got to stop. Keep on going after Jisoo. It's not fair to me, which he told her straight up. Like, this is not an okay thing. And so like you doing this and not saying anything about it, it, this is on you. It's not me being like a jealous person, which is also another reason why she should have been with the guy, but whatever. <laughs> they had an like, awesome conversation about this, by the way. Like it was this extremely yeah. mature thing that real people would do. And I loved it. And that, again, that doesn't mean that I wanted them to stay together. They probably mm-hmm. should have broken up at that moment anyway. But anyway, <laughs> it was also another, like just another added thing to that. This like writer was just, let's add one more thing, force over this girl and like put her in a position where she was damned if she did, damned if she didn't. She should have like said something to him, but like also like, well, what is she supposed to do? She knows this really big secret and she, she knows where the mom is. So she has to tell him, but in it also is a big enough secret that she can't just tell every single person there right until like she knows for a fact that this is the mom. And the situation. She didn't know going in if they were going to go see the mom and it was going to backfire and the mom was just going to be terrible and run them out or like call the cops or something like that. It was just such a lame (laughs) storyline to add. Like you could have added so many other things to get to those points. And pretty much, so just like the threat of sexual violence scene, this entire mom is really living, it's a secret that only the female lead knows. That entire situation, it really just felt like, oh, because she's being there for him, they should be together. That's what the show was saying. And it's and I was like, I was covering my ears going, I'm not listening. <laughs> and it's, it's just so sad, especially when you compare it to like the first season, when they would show like if this was like a storyline in the first season, it would show all of the roommates coming together and helping. And they did, like, at the end of this, like, whole thing, he goes to see the mom, and then at the very end, the, like, rest of the roommates come. In the first season, it would have been immediately, we all do this together, and it's not just her doing it for him and then sacrificing his dad, doing something legally to her. Her boyfriend, who is obviously really upset and definitely not in a he was justified in his upset right? because she also knew that he was like having issues too. So like it was basically, she was like, I have to do this thing, but also on my own and then sacrifice everything that's good about my world for Jisoo. 
Right. You're like, oh my gosh, what are you doing to this poor girl? Like, the entire time I was like, this poor girl, she was just so great in the first season. I really enjoyed her. And the actress did well. Like, she was great in this role. And I just felt so bad for her. The entire, like, second part, I was like, man, they're really just, like, tearing this girl down. She was up here at one point, even though, like, she was at her worst. During she, the first season. She was growing and she was, yeah. she was like, she was rocking her crappy life. Like she was figuring it out. Second season happened. They're like, nah, everything bad has to happen. And you also have to react in weird ways that weren't the way that you did. And it's like petty things, but also so you can be so get together. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> well, I'm going to talk about chemistry for a second. Again, I am an easy sell on chemistry. I really am. It does not take a lot for me to be okay with first lead, second lead, whoever. I'm fine as long as there's some chemistry. The entire time, Jisoo's character and the female lead felt like a sibling, maybe a close sibling relationship at one point, or or at least he was insisting it was like that. But as far as chemistry goes between the two characters, nope. I no, they never, never showed it. Nope. They didn't even show a best friend chemistry, except for like one little part. You got their chemistry when you saw the home videos (laughs) and that was it. And I don't even think it's Jisoo was in her, then the female leads or like the actors wise, not meshing chemistry wise. I I feel like it was written words, not meshing them kind of also picking up on it too like I feel like the actors were kind of picking up on it too and being like huh this is where we're going okay okay that's the thing (laughs) (laughs) I and I almost thought so aside from those two weird you know the threat of sexual violence scene and then the go find his dead mom scene dead living mom scene aside from those two plot lines I also felt like because you reminded me of the home videos thing I almost felt like the reason that he liked her was ultimately she had just always been there. And she was there when his mom went away. Yeah. Always around. Yeah. I grew up with you. And it was pretty much he would always say, I can't live with you without you in my life. And it's like, you don't have to be together. She was in his life even when she was like dating someone. Right. They're talking. And the person that she was dating was your friend. It's like (laughs) the best situation. I already like this person. It's not even like she's dating someone that I have pretend to like. Just hope that like we match. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh man. The conversations between so I'm Jisoo's character is Yoon Tao. (laughs) Yoon Tao. (laughs) The second character is Seo Do Hyun. I'm so terrible with names. I'm like, you know, that person with the face. Their conversations about, so in second season, conversations about Song Yi, the girl, are just so bad. Do Hyun was always very much, you need to figure it out, dude. And he was trying to be nice. He mm-hmm. tried to be super patient. He was trying to, you know, it, he was doing his best. And Tao was always just like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm trying. And then eventually it became... I attempted and I just can't live without her type thing. And it's like, it was also really terrible because I really do feel the show was just really glorifying that his Teo's character was rich and he was allowed to be, do all the stuff. Like he was allowed to 
go off and do these things and like he didn't have a job dad may have been like kind of crappy towards the tenants but like that was his biggest conflict with his dad his dad still gave him a house to live in he had such privilege it was just so like dripping with elitism that he could do all of this stuff and then like you have this like best friend who's like I'm trying to be patient with you but I have really terrible things happening in my life my dad's restaurant is going under because of your dad essentially you know like right because the rent's too high and he could have totally straight up told him that and he you know he wasn't even making him feel bad for that like and I'm trying to like juggle all these things I'm still in school I have to be the perfect son to my dad but my dad also did all these other things and like he's racked up a lot of things we have to leave I have to now leave school and I'm still trying to be there and present for my girlfriend and you're whining about liking her and not liking her, but still have a girlfriend on the side. <laughs> yeah, you, you're you still even supposedly dating somebody else. I know it's like a, it's the, the common theme. Like you always want what you, can, what you can't have. But he had so much time to be with her. He had so many chances. First season when they would, you know, they even set up friends in high school would ask them, are you not interested in each other? And they yeah. would say no. Both of them would say no. no. Even in college, people would ask them and they'd be like, no, we're not interested. And it was obvious he was maybe interested, but he wouldn't admit it. So it was like, eh, I'm done with that. Like, yeah, like you sailed. Yeah, at some point you got to move on. And and I was so I think so you take that elitism that Teo had. But you also then have the man, I wish I could think of the word. Because they had been friends for, was it 10 years? Whatever the uh, span of time they kept bringing up. 10 years. We've been together 10 years as friends. Whatever. It's almost like I was here first territory. Yeah, he claimed her. And so he has, like, right to everything. So there was there was some serious, like, patriarchal crap going down between the elitism and the territorial marker thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas Hyun was very much, you know... The newer boyfriend, hadn't known her as long, poorer. But if you look at them character-wise as a person, he was a better guy. Like Yeah, he 100%. It was like past normal kind of thing that they do to like pull on your heartstrings with the second lead where like you're like, oh, this is a great guy. He legitimately was a good guy to every single person in his life. All that he was a good guy to his father and he was a good guy to the friends. He was the best option she had out of the people that we saw that she could be with even even not romantically even as like support system friend thing like he was just he was more capable I mean there was just a lot more going on there whereas Mm -hmm. Teo honestly was just more selfish yeah he was just whiny (laughs) spoiled brat most of the time and And I feel like they got his way they pulled the dead living mom thing and all of a sudden we're supposed to forgive all the sins yeah and there it's was like, like oh now now we feel for him because now he also has an issue well Dohyan doesn't have his mom with them and it's just his dad and they're just living together and like the, all this sh- crap is going on like <laughs> he has more of the sad story than you do I mean even like the the friend the actor friend his dad literally beat him he has the sadder story of like <laughs> right the, like crappy like there was also this weird like all parents are crappy yeah there was this theme of pretty much parents suck yeah 
Gotcha. Oh, I'm sorry, Jisoo, that you didn't know that your mom had to leave because of the family. <laughs> because that also a stupid reason. <laughs> and, but when you finally found her, she was really nice and you got Perfect. along great. And you now get to like hang out with her. Oh, I'm sorry for you, Jisoo. <laughs> you're like, come on. <laughs> you got the girl and everything wrapped up nicely. And then poor Johanna had to leave and like get out of college, even though he was doing well in college. <laughs> you're like, what? What? <laughs> I was I was talking to Jesse earlier about so Doohyun as his character. The show betrayed him, but the so the character within the show he never he was consistent. I feel like yeah. his character from square one to the end he maybe did grow some through his relationship, and it was I don't know he was solid. Even yeah, he could have he, gotten like weirdly angry or a lot more jealous. He was jealous, but in a very natural like warranted way. He could have gotten like weirdly jealous you know i pretty much divorce all of you and i'm never going to talk to you again like he could have really just Mm -hmm. made a trash fire and ran away but he didn't and he was extremely mature even to the end and it's like and at the end it's not that i'm going i wish she ended up with him at the end i'm really just going i don't think that these two people needed to be together that's what i felt like there was one point i was like wouldn't it be really cool if she just didn't end up with anybody like, yeah. and that was it. And I was like, that would be really great. And, like, they're kind of setting up this character like that. Yeah, and they just kind of we're all know, adults went now on. Yeah, friends. didn't happen. If you guys have listened to other podcasts that we've talked about characters and stuff on, we're not saying it's because we as people would have made different choices. Oh, That's no. not it. We're totally fine with characters having completely different lifestyle choices. You know, like, that doesn't even bug us. Like, yeah, totally it's, fine with that. It's just the way it was written to come to be. It just was not consistent enough for me to believe that these like steps would have happened. I love a flawed character. I'm like the person who loves flawed characters, but it has to be not just because you're like, oh crap, I need to figure out how I'm going to get from point A to point D and just jumble up B and C like in a mess just to get there. And as long as I have the first part and I have the ending, I'm good. And that's what the, the writer did. And it was like an obvious shift too. Part two was an obvious shift. It was in a way that it was obviously it was supposed to be a shift because they were like growing more. It was just done in a way that was not fitting with the intention of the first season, which is funny now saying that after we had gotten so mad at Netflix for like splitting it up (laughs) and being like, well, no, it's like in a weird spot. Why would you ever do that? Like it's obviously they have the full season already made and they've written it that way. I'm like, they, they filmed it all together, but maybe they really did have it. Maybe this was like a creative choice for a reason. And our warning was that the end of the first season was not written well as a season ender. Maybe that was our warning. <laughs> and we just thought it was because it was like unnaturally like split. And the secondary characters too. So the other the other two characters, Oga Ren and Choi Hoon, the two that were staying in Yoon Teo's house, they felt like, even though they of course had lesser parts in the first season, they still there was a lot going on with them in mm-hmm. the first season. I'm not saying that nothing happened with them in the second season. 
but there wasn't near near enough of their characters in my it opinion. was in the first season you kind of just got that they were like minor characters but they were also just giving a little bit of like a fun vibe to the entire show and it was like a fun little addition the second part it just felt like they were literally filler like they were the flashback scenes you know like if yeah. they weren't there the flashback scenes would have happened a lot and i mean and, I, i'm glad they were the comic relief because even yeah, once they got together that. they're hilarious <laughs> you i mean needed them. I like them. Yeah. <laughs> At a certain point, you're like, I just need something good <laughs> in this show, and they're it. So I'm glad they were there, but oh, we didn't talk about the ex girlfriend. Oh, situation. yeah. We like briefly mentioned her, you know, because Jisoo was like upset that Songy had a boyfriend, even though he still had that girlfriend. And so obviously, he should have like had both of them because he's, you know, Entitled to that. Entitled to that. Like, and her character was weird too. Her character <laughs> was not like I didn't like her, and she wasn't <laughs> in it a lot. Like she was definitely out of like the the main cast that we had. She was definitely the one that was the least amount on, and right. so she was like already an unlikable character, which was like fine. But she also wasn't there enough to get invested in it. And then there was no need for her in the second part. You had this like tension build with her like finding out they all are living together at like the very end of the part one. I it's, was I was shocked by that. Like nothing totally. happened. If you listen to our podcast about the first part, we had like had theories about this second part and what was going to happen. And one of our theories was that, like, she was going to do something and she was going to play a bigger role and it was going to be with, like, her stealing the footage so she could, like, enter it into, like, oh, yeah. the like, contest or, like, something, like, really big and random. And and then she was she, also going to get redeemed because that felt like the tone. Yeah, she didn't even, like, really get redeemed. She was just there and she was messing around with other guys because they still showed her her doing that and then that never became a thing and it was like they forgot about it and then they're like oh we forgot about this ex-girlfriend maybe we should like get back to her and like do something so so getting back to her they're like oh okay let's use her as a pawn in this thing and have her go straight up talk to do hyun about what are you gonna do with song e pretty much because we're in like the same situation and what you want, you want him to like say something really mean to her, but the, realistically, you kind of know they are in the same situation at yeah. this point. There's like no turning back. Like, <laughs> and I mean, you know that he's not gonna, unless they're gonna write him out of character. It's not like he was gonna go throw a hissy or something. Yeah. So it wasn't this big dramatic thing, but it's like, why, why is she even talking to him? They barely even know each other's name. Like, this isn't even it's a thing. So weird. <laughs> This is so weird. And like, it was also so abrupt to the way that she was like, nah, you either do this or do that. And then he didn't. He went to go or whatever he did to like sabotage, like not going to see her or something like that or going to Songy. And then she was like, fine, bye. Which is like great for her, like perfect. But also, like, in terms of, like, storytelling, you're like, oh, that's it for her? Oh, cool. <laughs> this character didn't do as much as I expected in this. Like, even they when you played her up with, season one. with Song Yi, you thought, like, she was going to do more. And you thought when she had the, the letter that she was going to do more. Then you also thought, like, even if she wasn't going to be terrible, maybe this was her redemption story. And even that was, like, the smallest redemption story ever, which is, like, <laughs> I don't 
need a redemption story but like it was just such a random redemption story that I was almost like I kind of wish we got like the weird like my idea is Gundam Beauty kind of redemption oh, story yeah. out of it oh okay bye <laughs> I guess we're done with her which Please. is also another thing like the writer was like done with this girl character bye so for the record Jesse is really good about if she if she gets to a certain point with a show and she's not digging it she will drop it like yeah I'm I'm pretty good. I pretty unless I you have a really on. It's it's rare. It's rare that you will stick with it if if you're not jiving with the show. So, yeah, I'm not afraid to drop anything. But because this was like a Jisoo show, and because it was obvious Jisoo's going to get the girl in this horrific way. Oh my gosh, what horrific way is he going to get the girl in? One of the reasons I did stick with it was. Okay, so, like, I like the first half, even, like, not really liking Jesus' character. I thought the show on a whole was really cute. It was, it was an easy watch. And it just became more of, like, it was just a car wreck that I couldn't <laughs> look away from. And then also, like, knowing, I was like, we're going to have to do a podcast on this. <laughs> and uh, there was just something about this show that, like, I still <laughs> kept watching even though... I was just so mad at it and wanted to throw things all the time. And it never got better. It helped that I was at work watching a lot of it, too. I definitely didn't go into this series thinking it was going to be as bad. I also don't need things to be perfect for me to finish them. But, like, if I personally don't drive with them, I'll drop them. But there's just something about this show. It, It definitely, when I got home from work I was like I can't watch any of the others and it so it took it took me a while to like finally finish it (laughs) (laughs) finally go okay we'll finally finish it so then Sky and I can rant together (laughs) yeah so what's going on I think within a week of the show releasing I binged it and I I wasn't necessarily intending on binging it but pretty much once the first two or three episodes went by I I saw that I saw kind of what was coming as far as maybe the end result. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Because things weren't going well. And I was like, I got to watch it. I can't not. And because it's a Jisoo show, I haven't even watched that many of those yet. And so Mm -hmm. it's like, especially if it's the show that Jisoo gets the girl in, I have to know even just show mechanics wise, how did this happen? And I was charmed by the first season. It was something that I would recommend to certain people that like those types of shows so I I really wanted to know especially since Netflix did break it up funny and so and I I like all the actors they actually every actor did well as far as I could see I Mm -hmm. thought I had no issues with any of the actors it was good Jisoo did a good job you know like all these things but it's like I was fine watching it but it was I was just I was pretty upset but no one was watching it at the same time I was. Not <laughs> even just sorry. within not even just within the group chat. And since on Twitter, podcast people who don't follow me on Twitter, that's cool. But like, just so you know, I don't do spoilers on Twitter. Like I'm I I myself am very religious about mm-hmm. I'll be super vague. Like I don't even I don't even try to spoil stuff. So even when I finally said I was done with it, I'm like, I'm done with it. I had lots of opinions which I will not share any of because I know no one else has watched it. <laughs> So I just sat in my feelings like that's all I could do (laughs) because I didn't even want to say even to you guys in the podcast group chat. I didn't want to say I didn't like it because that that automatically tells you something. It's really hard too, especially like with us where we know each other so well that like 
we could probably say one thing and like nobody on Twitter would understand what we meant, but like we know our like each other's taste so much that we'd be like, Oh, I know exactly what's happening in the show that you made you not right. like it. So like so, you kind of like inadvertently spoil yourself just because you know how the other person takes things. You know, generally if you're just like following, like you don't have like fourteen group chats like we do <laughs> and are on him all the time. Yeah. We're terrible. We're we're crazy. I think what like drew me in was because you said something on the podcast, the last podcast that we did, which is the oh, strong I, I, I told females you said, said you watched it. I was pretty much like, I watched it and I can say nothing about it. And you guys need to go watch it right now. And that's when I was like, huh, maybe I should watch this. And then I was like, well, like it just like worked out really well with work. And so it kind of just like worked out perfectly. And it was instantly I was like, okay, this is why Sky said what she said. <laughs> like, immediately, I was like, oh, I, no. I knew oh, you were gonna, no. But, so, I knew, I, I think I knew that you were going to watch it. I think you said you were going to watch it at work. And in my mind, I'm like, I don't know if that's a good idea. But I couldn't say anything else about it, because that would spoil it. And I was like, well, we're going to see how that works. Oh, yeah, my coworker's like, like your K-drama? I was like, my K-drama, my K-drama. <laughs> increasingly getting angry and like just like sighing heavily someone will walk in do something and they're like are you okay I'm like I'm fine I'll just rip out the seam it's <laughs> just just this show I so rare I so rarely pretty much find okay aside from problematic things which would be that's a whole nother shebang problematic shows aside shows usually don't aggravate me too bad I can be like nah about them and it's not a big deal to me and that's that's kind of why I suck at rating things because I can be entertained pretty easily mm-hmm. but because of the character betrayals and stuff I was just really bummed out and it wasn't oh what could have been or oh if only they the first couple had stayed together or whatever no like I really don't even I don't need that that wasn't what I was complaining mm-hmm. about really it's just sad like by the end yeah. I'm and, and again, if someone else likes this show, that's great. I'm happy for you. We, like, honestly don't judge you if you <laughs> like this show. We're just, like, stating our opinion. I'm sure you have your opinions about our favorite show. Yeah, too. like, pretty much everybody hates W, and I love that show. So, I mean, we'll just yeah, switch I off. I can hate them. memories of Alhambra like everybody else did. Yeah, I love that show, too. So, I mean... It's all good in the hood. And we're not we're not hating on Jisoo. We're not hating on any yeah. of the actors. I think, yeah, all the actors did really well in the show. I really do think that it was a good cast. I, and I don't often say, I usually don't even straight up blame writers or whatever. But I am questioning the writers of this one. Like, yeah, I, I'm kind of wondering. Do we know who wrote? We know, right? Kim, Ron, Arian. My first, first love Season one and season two. That's it. That is all I see on MDL. And, you know, it's also kind of, like, sad, I guess, in a way, too. Like, not that I was really, like, paying attention to this. Kind of in the back of my mind, I knew that Netflix was heavily promoting this as their kind of, like, kickoff to really start producing their own Korean content in Mm -hmm. terms of an international thing. Because this show, if you haven't watched it or haven't seen it's dubbed in English. So they went out of their way to dub it and spend mm-hmm. the money on dubbing it too. So I feel like that also adds this kind of like level of like, this is what we put out into the world to show people about Korean dramas. <laughs> when, well, we could have had something else. 
we could have had something better, maybe a little bit like different thing. I just, it was just such a disappointment that you wanted so much to like. And I think that's what it boils down to. You're just, you wanted to like it so much and you did enjoy it for eight episodes and then it just <laughs> crumbled in front of your eyes and you're like what's happening well why are you doing this so just to note the screenwriter is a female too wow that's which surprising. does surprise me yeah it does just because not that okay the female characters were written well as far as the main girl character in the first season. She was pretty good. So, I mean, yeah. but let me just say all the moms are crummy. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yes. The only one who was kind of good, but really not, was the the actor kid. and But she still allowed her husband to horribly abuse that kid. Right. So, like, is she good? Is she as good as someone... Uh, uh, mom that wasn't there honestly i would put out the case that um uh teo's like stepmom was the best one out of the entire thing because <laughs> it, it was only for that brief moment when you saw her get really angry and that's when you when you find out that the mom is still alive that she got really angry that the mom was sending the food and that she was really upset that she was doing that knowing that she had left her ch- child. So why was she, like, continually, like, putting this burden? Honestly, even uh, Garin's mom. Oh, yeah, at the end, yeah. At the end, it's like... She was just a little... She was just weird. Like, and bratty, <laughs> like, not a shocker. You know, like... <laughs> but she wasn't, like, evil mother-in-law, wealthy, rich person. She was just, like, a... I, my child is my world and like, I'm over anxious about things. So she, you know, right. it wasn't that she was a terrible mom. But I guess we're mainly talking about the two main characters. Moms <laughs> like, what? Yeah. I don't warn people off of a lot of shows and I'm not sure that I'll even overtly do so with this one because people really might be okay with it. I will always probably overtly say, I preferred season one by far. And once somebody watches it, they might be like, I see why now. It's like, yeah, that's why. But some people, if they just wanted to see Jisoo get the girl, they might be totally fine. And that's cool. I saw it. A lot of people were really happy that he finally got the girl. And you know what? Maybe it is a completely different experience watching all 16 at once and not (laughs) a split (laughs) for like two or three months and then come back on. It might be a, a different thing. Maybe. Or if you like are just going in and not really caring about that second lead, like as a character, so you don't like put a lot of your emotion behind it. Uh, he won me over just automatically, and I'm not even meaning <clears throat> in a romantic sense. I just mm-hmm. mean as a friend, as a person. He really was I the best thing in their, both of their lives, honestly. Like he was solid. Like he was helping yeah. them be better people. I mean, it was character really needed to have that character and the fact that they the show basically pushed it out of his pushed him out of his life even at the end when they were kind of like okay still they weren't they weren't friends at that point you could tell like it was they were just civil and it was like okay but like they're not friends and I think his character would have like grown more if he had had him in his life. You know? Usually usually these shows that have a lot of like, oh, all the friends living in the same house and whatever, you hope that as a whole unit, they help the main character or whoever become a better person or they all become better people because of each other. 
Mm-hmm. Whereas if you think back to the first season and prior to all of the friends living in Teo's house, when Doohyun would come and stay at Teo's house, like to study and whatever, yeah. I felt like the relationship was a pretty good one. I felt like, like, imagine if no one came and stayed at Teo's house. Yeah. And if Doohyun was actually the main force of maturity upon Teo's character, that probably would have been better for his growth than anything else. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it maybe wouldn't have been as entertaining because all the friends and all the chaos and all the drinking and all the everything. <laughs> but, and I'm not saying that the other characters didn't help him along. Of course they did. It's just he definitely didn't have the growth arc of maturity that I really thought we were going to get. And I mean, like, honestly, the other minor characters weren't mature either. So they couldn't be that person. Even if they wanted to be, they couldn't be that person. Like, And I feel like Song Yi... I feel like she was working on becoming a, she, you know, she was maturing mm-hmm. a lot. And then I actually feel like Teo kind of dragged her back. Absolutely. Yeah. Except for the weird anomaly of finding her mom where he was acting mature. I don't know how that happened. Whatever. <laughs> this is a weird spot. <laughs> <laughs> the moment that he acted mature and then went back to his normal self. I'm not sure. We don't rant much and we no. try to. We try to compartmentalize them when we do. <laughs> yeah. We haven't done a lot of these spoiler episodes, but I think they're warranted sometimes. Just get it off our chest and to explain why, like our thought like behind why we don't like it. And it's not just a, we just didn't like it or just found it boring or something like that. There was a little bit more into this series, especially that warranted us going a little bit more into depth on yeah some of those choices usually it's it's when a show borderlines on problematic but it's not problematic to a systematic awful thing that Mm. i don't know like you couldn't overtly say oh they're doing suicide like all these awful things like no it's not that but it is so our other spoiler episode it was because we kind of saw issues with like ableism and stuff Mm -hmm. like there you know yeah. And, and we weren't saying, oh, this show's problematic, but we were like, oh, there might be some problems and that's kind of a big deal. And so same thing with this one. I mean, if people don't see the classism that's happening or the elitism that's happening, that's fine. Yeah. But like as far as to us, it definitely stood out between those two characters. And it's not as if the two the two characters were not going nose to nose about their class necessarily. Mm-hmm. They would talk about their dads rarely. And that was pretty much it. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not that the characters were like battling it out, but as far as how the show treated the two characters within their economic spheres and yeah. stuff. That's what we kind of saw. And you kind of saw the consequence of that. And you saw a really nice character be pushed aside simply because of his economic status is what it felt like. Like, yeah. that's very much what it felt like. And economic status and the territory was already marked. Claimed, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those are the two reasons that he's not allowed to be with her. Like, <laughs> uh... you were unworthy because... Of your family's situation that you cannot help. And because I've already known her for 10 years. Oh, yeah. okay. Cool. That's not valid at all. But okay. I typically don't have issues with fate and stuff. And they never bring up fate in this show. I, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, childhood friends, becoming lovers and stuff, that never ever actually bugs me. 
but this one it bugged me it wasn't the fate thing but it was the we knew each other forever therefore we have to be together it's like this this was definitely a moment that 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 was not necessary yeah i think so too i don't think i have like opinion on childhood friends like it's cool or whatever i don't actually have much of opinion on romantic relationships a lot like i could deal with less of them in the the (laughs) drama world but yeah it was just it just screamed a little too much like it was underdeveloped to make that happen so then it become came very unauthentic and then you saw this show that had potential get kind of ruined and that was you know it was the downfall of it she chose to use those excuses to help further along the plot when was obvious that shouldn't have happened yeah and just didn't sit right and it didn't feel right and didn't wasn't fun watching it happen it really wasn't yeah just again it it takes a lot it takes a lot for me to get like cringy at a show a rom-com show it takes a lot for me to get cringy this season was hard for me to watch a lot of the times when it was just the two leads together like I really Mm -hmm. struggled Every I was fine with all the other characters, like, oh, you know, Bebop into the funny couple now. You know, like I could I could watch all that all yeah. day. I was fine. Pretty much extended periods of time with just Songy and Teo, like I struggled watching that. Yeah, I think it would have definitely helped if there was more of a authentic friendship moments that were happening and they weren't. So then it just became this really big just like you're just like uncomfortable almost the entire time you're just watching them be together and you're like make me believe a little bit more and i i don't think that he ever and you can correct me if i'm wrong because you've seen it more recently i do not think he ever manipulated her into being in the, a relationship did he um i don't think so i th- i really do feel feel like it was just the circumstances and so then like i guess what kept really getting me was when they were they had chosen to date finally and it was obvious that she was still not okay calling him certain things Mm -hmm. being physically affectionate or whatever and like he was kind of being patient with that and stuff but it was it was obvious that she was uncomfortable like they wrote that in that she was uncomfortable you know what i'm saying yeah that like that really bothered me yeah it just it just felt weird it's like i feel like the problem with this show is that i feel like it's not Taylor's fault it's the writer's fault in this like i feel like the blame is all on the writing and as opposed to just like the character being terrible and Larry like the she just picking the wrong guy and on the outside we're like no that's the wrong guy like if the show had been shown that it was aware enough that they were aware of the faults of this relationship, but they still got together. I think that would have been more genuine than this kind of like, oh, it's great. Everything's great. And you're like, but what about this over here that we, do we remember we just did this? Just Well, I, I think that's the thing because of season one and because of the mature relationship that she was in where they actually did talk about, you know, it's hard that I'm in part-time job. Like, uh, Do Hyun, he, they talked about every aspect of the relationship before they even d- decided to start dating. And it felt so real and that it was a very conscious decision, mm-hmm. all these things. And that's why you put that up against her second relationship with Tao and even just how that developed to be. And yeah, the circumstances were funky and stuff, but even just the communication and the, 
the way the relationship starts and the way it's handled yeah and even grows close as they grow closer together and stuff because that that's kind of what they were trying to focus on at the end growing uh-huh. close together just yeah. night and day and it just reminded me of like one of the last scenes uh where she's in her apartment and she puts up the the rolled um artist pouch uh-huh. thing that what's his face gave her and there was more sentiment in her looking at this thing that her boyfriend at this time did not give her and that was like so perfectly great for her and so perfectly encompasses that he knew her he knew her struggles and like what she needed and that her biggest obstacle in her life was and he showed that in this like gift and then you're like like, that's not who you chose (laughs) (laughs) and even even if she never dated Tao and she never got back together with Hyun, and if she was looking at that thing I wouldn't even so have great. I wouldn't even have hope future romantic relationship. I would just be like, cool. She Honestly, is a grounded. If that had happened woman. at the end of this series, I would have been like, wow. Okay, we had some murkiness in that middle section, <laughs> but we redeemed ourselves, and I'm like so happy that now this is our outcome. Like we messed up. We were like maybe we were just trying to show that she's just still a, like a college kid who doesn't know anything about the world because. <laughs> We're going to, like, try to, like, really hone in on that title of this drama. And then, like, she still comes on top. And then it just didn't happen that way. So can I pretend that they're just going to break up, like, right after the end of the show? (laughs) Immediately. Yes. And then everything's okay. Yeah. You know, I was thinking of comparison to this that I think a lot of people would get. And if you haven't seen Strong Woman Dobong soon, which at this point you should have. So I'm not even going to put this as a spoiler (laughs) note. But whatever, don't listen for the next, like, minute. It's <laughs> This show is like if she picked Jisoo's character instead <laughs> of um, <laughs> what's-his-face's character. Like, yeah. if she had picked the cop over the CEO in Strong Woman Dobong soon. This because, is, that's this, ca- this would, show. Because it would have been a problem. Like, yeah, because he would, he actively was not... Like, actually, like, a good but it, fit for her. But here's the deal. Here's the deal. Dubong Soon at least had liked him for forever. That's so true. So it would have logistically made more sense. Yeah, yeah. There was definitely a lot more affection from the female character to him. <laughs> I, I really, I did have issues with the fact that she was uncomfortable almost with her relationship with him after they decided to start dating i don't know if it was the last episode it probably was when songy and Teo are dating and stuff and when she's uncomfortable with something and they kind of actually do talk about it for a second and he's like take your time or whatever they actually said it's awkward isn't it like they kind of had a small discussion about it and i kind of wanted them to be like let's take a break and if they actually had just ended the show around that in that moment of like mm-hmm. gonna take a break and at least they're gonna step back I still would have been way happier like just like I also just want to know what I was supposed to feel like she was going to accomplish in the relationship after like after the show what what is her like is her role now just to make him grow is that her now new role in her life that like that's her it's all about him and that like I don't hate having another person help you grow I just don't want it to be their sole life's work you know 
Right. And I just and don't like I don't know what what is this relationship supposed to be? What's going to happen? Whereas if you look at again in the first relationship, their roles with each other, they struggled with she was too accommodating to him mm-hmm. and they would talk it out and then he would talk about how it was hard that he wouldn't always be able to be there for her. I mean, they had struggles yeah. and again, if they ended up breaking up and they never got back together again because of stuff, that's fine. The Teo Songyi relationship, it was a problem and yeah, it was very much like Dubong Soon level of no, this is the wrong guy. In fact, you don't need a guy. Like you don't yeah. even you don't have to go back to the good guy. You don't even have that's fine. Be friends with everybody and just live your life. Yeah, you're in college, you're like early 20s, girl, just live your life. Do not tie yourself down to this guy because that is not okay. You don't need it. (laughs) She does, she has enough crud dealing with her mom. Yeah, yeah, like work on your relationship with the mom. and He needs to work on his relationship with life in general. (laughs) Yeah, like he needs to get out of his... The world revolves around me. It's just like that ingrained rich kid that's still nice, like, or still generally nice and just doesn't understand that he's problematic. Yeah, privileged. Because he, I mean, like, we talked about, like, him doing it to Dohyun's character, but he was doing it all the time to her character, too. Like, about her being poor. It's like, he was not the end of the world terrible, but, like, he definitely had his problems, like... Yeah, it's not that he was gonna abuse her or something horrific. No, no. But that that still doesn't mean that they should be together, just because he is a generally nice dude. (laughs) Yeah, she doesn't need him. Like... Obviously, she found a place on her own, and she can afford everything on her own. Like... She's good. Let her go back to her best friend who, like, they barely showed in the second part. And she was always talking to that best friend in the first part. Why didn't we get to see more of her? But hey, if you want to watch Jisoo being Jisoo, he's cute. Yeah. And he he did a good job. Like, I do sometimes watch a show that is not my jam just because I do want to see an actor act in a different role and see how well they do. So, like... If you're just a Jisoo fan or a fan of any of these other characters, like actors, go for it. I mean, they do a great I, yeah, job. Yeah, I really do think that the cast was a really nice cast. It was a good cast. Do I think the rest of the characters wrapped up really cutely? And also, yeah, I liked, I I was fine with the way the two supporting characters, you kind of saw the rest of their story. I thought it yeah, was I'm cool. glad that they actually did that because it kind of looked like they weren't going to do that. And <laughs> it, it felt... It felt like they found their own success and that was marvelous and they kind of did it on their own terms. And so there were, you know, we're always good about finding the redeeming qualities. So like there were good things. There were. Yeah. It's just the main relationship was a problem in my opinion. And it was kind of hard to avoid. This has been our second spoilers episode. You won't our... get any of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and because... our first, as like our little like subunit, we didn't even like think of a name for ourselves. Like uh, any good K-pop group, we have to have like we'll a. We'll have to work name. on that. We can put it in the description. We'll put yeah. a cool subunit name in the description because I think once in a while, just depending on what comes up, we'll probably have some subunit stuff coming up. Like I think Amanda and Natalia might do some BL stuff because that's their jam. You know, yeah. they, they can talk about that a lot. We also oh. feel bad for spoiling each other, like because <laughs> it's, it's pretty. Like like Natalia, she she. She really wants to watch it soon. And I think Amanda might even end up watching the whole thing, even though we've warned her off of it. <laughs> but so that's why it's like we wanted to get to it when Jesse's thoughts were still fresh. And, yeah. And, uh, you know, 
if we had like put it off any longer, we'd been like, yeah, no, nah, let's not do it. And then yeah, we wouldn't have this episode. You don't want us to think too much about this because then we'll calm down. And never then we'll forget about it and just like not even touch it again. Because <laughs> we're we're really not angry people in general. No, we're pretty like chill. <laughs> yeah, at the end of the day, we realize we're watching dramas. They're fake, and we're fun <laughs> podcasts. We like to be fun. Uh, yeah, in, in general, we, we are not negative. <laughs> we are not negative, and it takes a lot, a lot to do this whole thing. I don't. I can't even tell you how many hours I put into editing. So if you're really feeling like you want to help us out, we have a coffee page. Really great. You can buy us a cup of coffee. You know, you have a few bucks to share uh, for the month. We do put up sporadically. I'll get better at putting up more stuff. Um, But like some behind the scenes stuff, some bloopers, outtakes, things I cut out of the episodes. If you want to support us on coffee, it's KO. I think it's hyphen FI, actually. I think we say it wrong in the the promo. We'll but it's, <laughs> it's always linked in the notes. It's coffee.com slash certifiednunas. Also, if there, I understand people can't give money. That's like, I, I totally get that. But if you could really help us out by rating on iTunes and any of your like the podcast platforms that you listen to us rating and commenting, it really helps get us into the algorithm and also sharing this podcast to people you think would really like it. I think part of the reason we do spoiler episodes is to help others who might be frustrated with something understand that like we understand too. There are things that do set us off like this and we all have those things and it's totally fine. It's good to talk about things, talk it out and not just like keep it in and not talk about like if you're like uncomfortable with the situation, like being in a relationship with Jisoo. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And If you love this, spread the love. Yeah, everybody gets something different out of a show. And I would never want anyone to feel bad because they got something different and had a different experience with a show. Thanks for listening. We're on every platform. Spotify, (laughs) iTunes, Google Play, YouTube. We have Facebook that I don't really do much on. But, you know, if you contact us on Facebook, I'll probably message you back. And for those of you who aren't on social media or don't dig it quite as much, we do have an email address too, certifiednunos at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And if you had any suggestions on podcast episodes that you would really like to hear from us, um, let us know. We're also really big on Twitter. So I guess that's it for our little subunit rant about my first first love. You won't hear us ranting again soon. <laughs> not soon, no. We hope not. We hope oh, not. Yeah, I say that, and then what if we like we watch the show and we're like, oh no, this is like terrible. We can't oh, say next, that. Next week we're recording. <laughs> we are not doing a full hour and a half spoiler episode again soon. That's that's what we're saying. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs>